Hey guys, welcome back to the Money Mindful Mom Show. We are back for a special episode because tomorrow is uh, my 15 year wedding anniversary with my husband. So I have a special guest, and I bet you can guess who it is. My husband is so gracious to spend his evening with us tonight. We are sitting in our closet because we finally got the kids in bed and we are going to share some of our lessons that we've learned about money over the course of our 15 years together. So settle in. It's going to be a good one. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee. It's time to dive in. All right, so I'm excited. This is going to be fun. So I am sitting here with my husband, which uh, many of you know him already, but uh, this is my husband, Abe. Abe, say hey. Hi, everyone. (laughs) We're excited to share a little bit about 15 years of marriage. I can't believe it. I know. What do they call the 15 year? I know 25 is what, silver? I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of those things. Uh, I, I don't, bronze? I'm not trendy. Is that trendy? I don't know. <laughs> we'll call it like the copper. Sure. We're yeah. the copper, the copper 15. <laughs> Make it hashtag. But yeah, so 15 years and we have had some hills and valleys, like just about every married couple I know. Yeah. And um, definitely some financial <laughs> hills and valleys for sure. Um, so we thought we would break it up and not go, you know, year by year. Uh, (laughs) so spoiler alert, we're not going to be here for hours, but we thought we would break it up a little bit and do years one through five, years six through 10 and years 11 through 15. And just kind of share with you a little bit about some things that we feel like were big wins for us. And then also some things that we kind of learned. We're going to call them learning opportunities. Um, Don't really consider them to be fails or losses because it led us to where we are today. And so starting off with years one through five, which obviously can be tricky when you are just getting married and sort of settling in two lives together. So babe, do you want to share what you feel like was a win that we had those first five years? Yeah, I think for me, because after college, you know, moved up here, now I'm not from here. So it was kind of a a journey to kind of settle in and figure out what I wanted to do, whether I was temping and this job that I knew wasn't uh, my forever job, but ended up getting my first full-time job that I was actually excited about. Um, And that was kind of working full-time at the DJ company that I was working part-time Uh, before that and it was just it was such a cool opportunity and I learned so much from that where I felt like not only was it really helping us financially but um, it gave me the future oriented mindset of okay this is where we could go 
financially if I continue on this path and, and keep kind of making those those steps. So um, it felt really exciting to have that. And, you know, even being able to go on vacations together and just kind of envisioning what that life could be like as we were pretty, yeah. pretty young still. Yeah, that was your first, like, big kid job. Yeah. <laughs> so that was exciting. And can we just, like, call it what it is and be honest that everyone was, like, so shocked that you were going to be a DJ? Because if you know Abe yeah, and you know anything about him, he loves to be home. He loves to not be out partying. And so you being a DJ seemed so out of left field and so random, but just like everything you do, you like were amazing at it. So thanks babe. And still are, but your back has made that. Yeah. I'm I'm (laughs) semi-retired at this point. Yeah. That was, that was for your twenties, not for, not for your thirties. Okay. For me, I would say that we bought our first house during that time. So for me, that win would be that very first house that we had. And I just remember, I remember walking into the house and just like staring at all the blank walls and just imagining like, this is our house. Like this is really our house. So it was, it was such a, a, like a proud moment that Mm -hmm. we did it and we were pretty young too when we did it. So I I think for me, it was just that. And I mean, that was the the home that we brought our first baby home to, you know? So it was, it was a very exciting time for us, I would say. Do you remember what sealed (laughs) the deal for the house for me when we saw it the first time? I don't. What was it? It was in the backyard. What was up? Oh yeah, there there was a basketball hoop basketball. in the backyard, so yeah, that was so, it. It's so silly because obviously you could put your own in, but the fact that it had it. No, but it was a big like back. A, it like it had yeah. like it wasn't just a basketball hoop like in the corner. Like you had like the space. Yeah. It was awesome. That was that was a great backyard. Yeah. So okay, but what about learning opportunities? I guess from that season. You know, I think in a way it's kind of tied to the house as well for me because. Looking back on it, I don't know why they <laughs> gave us the loan. This is true. For that. Because when we bought the house, I mean, we were engaged, but we weren't fully yeah. married yet. And, you know, it, it was coming off the the downward spike and the recession, housing market collapse, all of that from 2008. Yeah. And um, we somehow, through FHA loans and, you know, we... We needed your parents to co-sign for yeah. us, too, because we were quite there. And so I think the learning opportunity was us feeling like we wanted to be adults so bad yeah. that we wanted to make that buy that house and, and have that that thing that made us feel like we yeah. were successful. Um, but I think the learning opportunity for me was don't get tempted by what other people are doing in, on their time. Mm-hmm. And make that f- part of your life. Like you can do your own thing in your own time and it'll eventually work out, but not feeling forced or rushed into what, you know, the stereotypical yeah. benchmarks are of success. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, with the timing that was back in 2008 and the market had already started to go down. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, the market's going down. We have to hurry up and buy because... Yeah. What if we miss out and then we bought the house and then it just continued to go down for and it stayed down for years. And so, you know, I think 
being so young, it was like, like you said, and we didn't want to miss out. And now we learned that lesson and we know better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So years six through 10, do you Uh, want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. I'll go house to house. I think the house that we bought and meant so much to us yeah kind of ended up being a symbol of sadness at the end of that uh first five years and we won't get into the whole story but um losing our 11 11 month old son was very very difficult for so many reasons um but we knew that that house would always have that constant reminder of it and we just felt like we just needed a fresh start our family um, wanting to do something different and also move forward at the same time. And so we were lucky enough, you, you kind of did the groundwork, um, in terms of scoping it out. And we found a house in a totally different community that I had no, uh, plans on ever considering, but it ended up working out so well. And it's the house that we're still in. And, um, you know, unless our, our kids, move away. I I could see us being here for yeah. for the long haul. Yeah. It's been such a great house for this next phase of our lives. So I definitely consider this house to be a win. And it was, like you said, it, it was kind of like just a way to hit the reset button after a difficult season and just a great place to make new memories. And then the financial part of it, though, is talking about what you said before was we ended up up on our yeah. previous house which allowed us to make yeah make that move so it was even though i agree that we kind of maybe rushed into that and weren't the wisest in, in yeah. purchasing that first house it did work out and gave us enough yeah. um so that we could pay the down payment on on the yeah. nicer house yeah for sure and for me in that season the win was I mean, gosh, what a like transition time that was for us because we were moving out here. And then also too, in that season, you decided to step away from your job in a full-time capacity anyways, because it was really important to you to be home more. And so what that meant for us financially was taking a huge pay cut, right? And being okay with taking the pay cut, but also in turn, trusting that, me putting more into my business and having more time to put into my business with you being home more, that that was going to get us back to where we needed to be financially. So it was kind of like this give and take in that season. Sometimes I was out working a bunch of hours and then sometimes I would be back because I still had a new baby. Mm -hmm. So I was, you know, still nursing and all the things. So we did that in that season and it was definitely... I guess a learning experience for sure because we had gone from me being home primarily full time and working my business uh, to kind of switching a yeah. little bit. So that was it was definitely different for sure. So what would you say was the learning opportunity from that season? You know, when I think about the first five years, how we learned about not making decisions based on other people's timing. I think I think we learned from that, and then what we yeah. ended up doing was making a decision that wasn't probably uh, a wise financial decision because Mm -hmm. we were intentionally cutting down our income. But I think the, the blessing in that was we did it with such intention that we knew this is what it's going to be like. And we knew that this was the best decision for our family. So I think the learning was 
in different seasons of your life, sometimes you make decisions that are a little unorthodox or that other people aren't going to understand. Mm -hmm. But if it's right for your family and you're on board with it, then, you know, who's to say that it's the wrong one? Yeah. And I, I was just thinking when you were talking, I feel like that was our learning opportunity. But if I could pass on any word of advice or wisdom to anyone else, it would be to set yourself up so that when life happens, and hopefully it's something small, just a little bump in the road and not uh, something catastrophic, but when that happens, that it's so much easier or more uh, seamless to transition into a smaller income if necessary. Because for us, it wasn't anything that we had prepared for. It was an overnight decision and I would not change it. But I know that if we didn't have to also add on the financial piece of it, that would have made a huge difference for us in that season. And so just if I could share anything. It would be set yourself up now. And we all never think anything is going to happen, but we just never know what's around the corner. And not having to stress about finances in the midst of a chaotic time is like one of the biggest blessings that you could give to yourself, to your future self. And you will thank yourself if you do that. Um, I also learned in that season that um, I made a pretty good trophy husband for you. (laughs) You did. I was like, you want to be home more? Oh, okay. Here's some dishes to do. (laughs) Uh, It was actually kind of nice. It was nice having more help around the house when you were home more. Okay. Years 11 through 15, the last five years. So do you want to share one? Sure. So this is, you know, the more recent time in our lives and to tell the story, you know me, I like to give a lot of backstory. I'll try to make it quick. <laughs> but I always had this on and off again relationship with teaching in a way. Yeah. Right? So coming out of college, a lot of people even asked me, like, oh, are you going to be a teacher? And I was like, no, like, I never even considered that. Like, yeah. Why would I be a teacher? And then there's a time where I was like, yeah, I think I do want to be a teacher. And, <laughs> and went ahead with it and got my credential and master's and all of that. And then they weren't hiring teachers. And so I kind of put all that on back burner for a while and then you know after really a lot of self-reflection and and coming off the the tragedy that our family had I, I really had to think about what would I want my son to have done with his life and mm-hmm. so I kind of made that my priority and it led me back to teaching and so for me that that win was landing that full-time teaching job at the school that's right next to our house where our kids go to and and um I feel like I've really become a big part of our school culture and community. And I just feel yeah. so invested in um, where we are. And uh, it's it's such an amazing feeling to have that where you feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself and something special. And every day I go to work, I'm excited to be there. So um, I just I'm so thankful that this is where I've ended up after all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I always knew you would end up back there. I knew that you would. It just, um, life had to take us in a little bit different direction for a little while. But I want to share with that too. And a huge part of it was we had the opportunity to say yes to a much higher paying job. And when we talked about it, it was an easy, not right now, or an easy, you know, turning it down was not difficult for us because we knew the direction that 
we wanted to go in as a family and we were okay with, mm-hmm. you know, hashtag teacher pay. Like it's, yeah. it's not what we all know. It's not what teachers deserve. And so we made that decision together and it felt like the best decision. Like there was no part, at least for me. And I, I think for you too, there was no part of us that was like, mm, should we take the, should we take the big paycheck? Yeah. Well, especially you at that time you were getting so good with looking at our budget each month and figuring out how we can make it work that when we made that decision, we did it with a lot more information in front of us and saying, Hey, I think we can make this work. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. We learned, we took the lessons from those first 10 years and said, Hey, this is what we want to do. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, that season, I, I probably would call myself like a budgeting ninja in that season. And it really was out of necessity, you know, like we were living on a lot less. And so just, and still wanting to push forward. And so I think all of this was born out of that season. Mm -hmm. And so I think the win for me is first of all, paying down a good chunk of debt in that season. Such a relief to have progress being made. Because for so long it was just sitting at the same place place and, you know, minimum payments do basically nothing. So it was at the same place for so long. So to see it go down, even in a season where we were not bringing in quite as much was awesome. And I think for me, the learning, well, I I have a couple learning opportunities. I would say that in the beginning of that, that first or the last five years, I kind of took it a little extreme to some points, I guess, where it started to become a little bit of a scarcity mentality. And so I think the win in that season was turning that around because I've shared about it here before, but I was like not a super fun person to be around when I would get like that. But it it came from a place of like, I was truly wanting to help my family, but um, it just, it, it didn't, I didn't have the right heart. It was like, pinching pennies at the expense of like everyone's stress levels. So that's definitely something that I feel like was a win was turning that around. And then I I would say just as far as like what I felt like I learned or a learning opportunity in that season, and I'm still learning this (laughs) to this day, you guys, is to trust, trust the timing of things because Sometimes it feels like you are doing the right things and you are checking the boxes. I feel like this could be over the course of the whole 15 years, honestly, Mm -hmm. and not even just the last five, but that you're doing the things that feel like the right things and, and you're just taking it one day at a time and one foot in front of the other. But maybe it doesn't go how you planned or the finances aren't sort of figuring themselves out. And and so trusting the timing that you're doing what you know is best and that if you are truly doing the very best, it will come together in the right timing. Yeah. Well, I want to take a second and, and give you some props because as you said, when you were going through your uh, budgeting ninja training <laughs> years, you know, you would be very honest and started sharing a lot of things, especially on social media. And and at first, uh, to, you know, we talked about this. I was a little hesitant. I think it was a lot of uh, my pride and, and ego. And like, yeah. You know, do I want to let people know that we were struggling? But when you started getting a lot of people reaching out to you and saying, thank you for sharing this. And we saw how many people had such similar stories, different circumstances, but similar stories that they were going through, you know, it really kind of changed my mindset of, man, I I didn't realize 
the power in sharing it. And I think because of you doing that, it kind of led you here where I feel like you are genuinely helping a lot of people um, simply by sharing. And hey, if I'm one step ahead of you, I can tell you how I got here. And I think it's been really cool. Thanks, babe. I Yeah, I promise not to go back to my like crazy (laughs) penny pinching phase we can have moments (laughs) oh and then my learning opportunity was now looking back and even though i'm i'm glad that we are investing now there was a time where because money was so tight where i felt like i didn't want to part with any of it right i wanted to have yeah cash available in the case of something happening but i feel like if we started early from year one and even if it was a small amount, but we started investing early, we would have found a way to still live off of whatever was left. And so that would be my learning opportunity now looking back that if we started that earlier, I feel like um, it would have made a huge difference, especially once we see, you know, when you see the charts of over the course of 30, 40 years, that extra 10 years would have it made not, a huge yeah. difference. So, you know, we're, we're where we need to be, but um, we could have been in a much yeah. different position if we had made that happen. Is that why when you do personal finance with your students, you share the numbers with investing? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's thing, one of the things I'm most excited about sharing because... Yeah. Uh, I would say another learning opportunity would be um, the slot machines in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> how are we the only ones that don't seem to understand? I, I, don't, I didn't get how it. How they work, why people play it. I don't... Just, Thankfully, I think I only lost 20 bucks, but yeah, that was enough for us. That was yeah. that was a big enough of a learning lesson for me on the slot machines. I don't have to try that again. So, oh, my goodness. Well, that kind of sums up 15 years in however many minutes we've been talking. Yeah. But it's been a wild ride and um, it's only going up from here. So this was fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. And um, maybe we'll come back again with a part two of Abe and Krista's financial we'll have to come up with a name like a like a series name or something (laughs) okay guys this was fun thanks for hanging out all right good night everyone see ya if this podcast episode encouraged you would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show it really makes a difference and it is the best way that you can say thank you also, I would love to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram and find me at Money Mindful Moms. Connect with me there. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.